What is going on, everybody? It's Archie back again for another episode of Fut Live, and today we have Road to the Final uh, for the Europa League and Champions League. Those cards are out; the hype is there for those. And then also we have the first uh, Fut Champions Cup uh, from Bucharest. I think that's how you pronounce it, Bucharest. Uh, and uh, Tex obviously winning that, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, I know Felix had watched it a bit, and Joey did as well. And I had tuned in from here and there. So we have that, and then obviously we have your normal weekend league. Uh, and how that's been going, <laughs> how that's been going for everyone. Uh, so I guess we'll just start there. So uh, I'll just throw it out there. I did not play weekend league this weekend. I didn't. I stopped last weekend. I got really angry. Uh, about I was like seven and two, seven and three. Uh, no, seven and two. Got really angry. End up quitting that game, even though I was like drawing still. And then stopped there. So I stopped at seven and three. So I didn't actually auto qualify this week, and I don't have enough rivals points. So I didn't play this weekend. Um, and it was honestly really fun. I just I just went out this weekend and didn't do anything <laughs> and just like hung up. Oh, with I was gonna say so, that, that's that's not even a blessing in disguise. That's just a blessing. Yeah. So, so I didn't play weekend league. But so for you guys, how was weekend league for you? Uh, I know I've, I've obviously seen it, but if you want to let them know how you've been doing. Right, who's starting their rant then? Uh, Joey, you can uh, go first. Or you want to let me go first? Let's go, champ. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's been my actually my weekend league hasn't been that bad. Um. I just got rigged. That, well, I'll say this. I started off strong. <laughs> My weekly guess I'm in the bag. I got rigged. I was 13-0, and 0, and then I went into the 14th game, got absolutely rigged, and, dude, my blood was bo- – okay, I have not raged at FIFA in a very, very long time. And I, I mean, like, true rage, okay? This is true rage. Like, not – not just getting angry. I'm talking about like, like your face turned red type of rage. So uh, unfortunately, my wife was sitting next to me while this all happened, and I was just just screaming at my screen like, "What the blah?" You know, just screaming, "What is going on?" And then I leave to go to the gym. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna have uh, this is a good pre workout. I'm gonna go lift heavy, get a good workout in." And as I'm driving to the gym, my my wife texts me, which I shared with you guys, and she said. When the baby is here, if you ever do that again, I'm gonna smash your Xbox and everything that goes along with it. I'm like, don't worry, I'll be doing that myself. But uh, after that, 13 and one, I ended up uh, winning the next one. When I came back from the gym, got all the anger out, winning the next one, and then I lost again to a guy who was parking the bus. Uh, he played. He pl- actually played. I don't want to say a different style of park the bus, but he had a four three three four with Messi as the cam in the 4-3-3-4. And he would just counter me, and Messi absolutely destroyed me. It was, I mean, fair play to him. Like like I said, even like losing like that, I don't care because he just played an effective style. I mean, the game lets him play that way, even though Park the Bus is extremely, extremely powerful. It's just rewarding, unfortunately. And I lost, and I was cool with losing. And, and th- those are the kind of losses I don't care about. Is if, if I lose to, to someone who's... I don't want to say abusing game mechanics, but taking advantage of what works, fair play to them, you know, fair play to lose. But when I get absolutely rigged, like giving away a penalty when I don't press tackle or uh, kickoff after kickoff, or I've, I've created chance after chance, but it's going wide. And then they take, you know, a shot with like Fabinho, who's got 60 some finishing and it goes in. Those are the type of things that kind of get you frustrated with FIFA. But you know, aside from that, uh, I don't know. I, I do want to finish the rest of my games later today, but it's just like, like you said, Rob. Like sometimes not playing is just, is it's not even a blessing in disguise. It's just a blessing. So I don't know. I may, I may just say forget it and kind of not 
finish him. But knowing me, I always come back late at night and be like, oh, let me just finish him, but we'll see. Yeah, I, 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 it depends. It's like, are you happy with the reward? I mean, the rewards are yeah, – it's a it's a gamble anyways every time you get rewards. So it's like, are you even happy even if you get decent rewards? So, yeah, I can see why it's that debate of whether you play or not. But, yeah, Felix, how how, how have you been doing? How is, is the top 100 yet or no? Uh, please kill me. I don't know, man. I had a really good start. Um, I went 14-0. I didn't concede a single goal in the first 11 games as well. That was pretty impressive, I thought. Um, so the first goal I conceded was in game number 12, which I still won. I was 14-0. and Then I got rigged. Um, don't actually remember the details of that game, if I'm being honest. And it's probably for the better as well. Um, so I was 14-1, and went to 16-1. and And then I played an actual professional footballer, uh, Martin Terrier from Lyon, I think he plays for. He was outrageously good, not going to lie, man. He absolutely spanked me, and uh, I lost that game with the last kick of the game, but I, I can't really have any complaints. It's a bit sad how it ends up. But 100% deserved the win, man. He was he was really, really good. And, uh, yeah, so I went 16-2. and two. By the way, th- those 99-rated pro cards, the absolute bullshit they get you is unreal, man. It's a pain in the ass to defend against, especially from corners. But, uh, yeah, obviously, he's a good player. He went 30-0 as well. I saw later that night. Um, he won all 30 of his weekend league games. Um, That's pretty cool. He was good, yeah, man. I, I could see him getting 30-0 as well. He's really good. If that's him playing, which I, I just assume it is. I know there's a, a couple of people letting others play on their accounts, but I, I don't want to just say, oh, that's someone else playing, when I literally have no idea. So I'm, I'm just going to presume that was him playing. Um, I know he's played against Tuds as well. Um, I was talking to him. He's played him a couple of weeks back. Um, the next game I lost as well. Another... Well, well I think that might have been deserved as well, to be honest. I was just not playing bad, losing concentration, because I had to play 10 in one sitting Saturday night. And uh, yeah, I went to 17-3, and three, to 20-3, and three, and then I got rigged twice in a row again. Literally those games where I have 15 shots all on target and lose 2-1 to one to their two only shots. It's just some of the things that, that are yeah, those those are the ones that will drive you drive you nuts for sure. Especially mm. when I know I'm being held back by the servers. I, I hate to be doing this week in, week out, just complain about the state of the gameplay, man. But the, it's You're not allowed the truth, to. You're it? It's just the You're truth. Not I, I, when I, I physically cannot move my players. I can't do skill moves. I can't play a switch. But defenders are stuck in mud and all that stuff. Like, what can I do, man? It's, it's really annoying and frustrating. Um we're just going to have to deal with it, I'm afraid, because I just don't see EA doing anything about it, um, at least not successfully. Um, so at the moment, I'm sitting 21 and 5. I'm really disappointed, a bit angry, a bit deflated. I, I don't know, man. It's just one of those weekends, I suppose. Yeah, I'm, I like what you said, like you said, you don't want to keep be complaining about the servers, but it does seem to be kind of almost like the big, the biggest issue around a lot of the stuff is the ser- it keeps coming back to servers, servers. It is um, 100% the biggest issue the game has. And the thing is, I feel like it's getting worse the last few weeks. The gameplay keeps getting worse. Yeah, but, and this is something like, you've a, had a, a, couple of, a couple of people I, I was talking to said this as well, um, specifically Tudz was uh, chatting to the other night on Discord. He said, it, it's just awful, man. Since a few weeks, the gameplay on Xbox is terrible and he's got a PlayStation account as well. And he says when he plays there is actually okay. It's not amazing, but it's nowhere near as bad as it is on Xbox. And 
that kind of uh, confirms the feeling I have that the gameplay has gotten way, way worse than the last two weeks. Yeah, and that's what we're kind of, to let people know what we're talking about before we started the podcast, is that I think, Joe, you made a comment saying the game feels incomplete, but realistically, like, when the game came out, we were kind of happy with it. Like, obviously, you, we, we, you list back to the podcast, we always had stuff to say on what needs to be fixed, and that's always going to be kind of the case. But in general, I think for for a release of FIFA, I think FIFA 20 actually was decent. I mean, you obviously see the positive stuff, but you can't look into that too much. Obviously, it hasn't been the bad stuff hasn't been exposed that much. But in general, it felt like a better game than 19 when 19 came out. And then now we're sitting in November, and some of the same things we were complaining about, the, few, the things were like, okay, it's a good game, but these need to be fixed. So, I mean, now we're in mid-November, and some of those things haven't been fixed. And then not only that, it feels like with each patch, we almost seem to be going backwards. And I think that's where a lot of the frustration has come in this year. Because um, like, like I kind of made the comparison is that in Call of Duty, when it came out, there's a lot of things that people weren't enjoying about it. And then it comes out, but then they patch it. Or when a new Fortnite season comes out, they try to change the gameplay up a lot. They try to change how it's played. And there's a bunch of stuff people are like complaining about, and then it gets fixed pretty quickly. With FIFA, we were like, okay, this game's decent, but it needs to have these fixes. And we're now mid-November, two and a half months after it comes out, and we're still complaining about the same things. It, with, think- on top of that, more issues. Well, I think the uh, big thing is we thought the core was good, but then the more you kind of interact with it the more you realize the core has so many issues so i don't even think it's patchable to figure out the the problems it just exactly it's fine yeah. wrong. right you you can't figure it out in the first week or the, or the first two weeks you need time to be able to kind of dissect the issues and actually realize okay this is what's broken or this is what needs fixing or you know what i mean like it's just it's it's hard that's why i think everyone was enjoying it the first few weeks it's that honeymoon stage as they call it and uh, as soon as that ended, everyone was, again, PT being, and then uh, we, we realized so many of the flaws, like the attacking AI is so, so bad this year that it, 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 makes, it makes it so stagnant and, and so, so boring, essentially, to, to even watch as a, as a viewer. I mean, I know we're going to get into the first fuck cup um, that Tex won, but you saw how, how boring it was. to, to I don't know if Rob you caught any of it. I know Felix did. I watched, was, yeah, I watched a few games here and there as I turned on, but man, it was a snooze fest. A lot of them were, yeah, but there was a couple of good games as well. It doesn't have to be five goals every game, something to be an entertaining game. Oh, like, no, 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 it doesn't. I think doesn't. specifically Texas gameplay was, uh, I thought was quite enjoyable to watch because he's just amazing at the game in it. Even, even he, he, he actually goes high depth. I, um, I don't yeah, know if he you guys saw goals. I think he conceded eight goals. Or nine goals in total in the well, entire tournament. So you you're you have actually been saying that you haven't really been conceding either. What uh what are your tactics? Um, you mean in terms of custom tactics or what I try to do in the in the game when I'm playing? No, just the custom because if he's playing at seven, but I think I don't know how much it depends on having. I think he's using what Van Dyke and Maldini. I think I'm so, guessing yeah. you'll need those to play seven depth, but I'm not sure. I I don't think Van Dyke is ideal to play high depth because he's not the he's not slow, but he's not the fastest. Um, yeah, yeah. I've I've got Varane and Van Van Dyke um, with Cancelo, Mendy as the wing backs, and uh, Kante and Zidane. Who are baby Zidane, by the way, I brought in this weekend um, as my CDMs. 
in terms of the custom tactics, like I played the four-two-three-one with press on heavy touch, four width, and three depth. So relatively deep, but I think it's a press on heavy touch that helps me the most because when I lose the ball and they they make bad or negative pass in defence, my team just pushes up and presses, and especially against the the not so good players, they they kind of panic and don't know how to get around it, and it helps you win the ball back. Well, he's he's doing it against pros too, so. But yeah, he, yeah, he's mean, on balance, though. He's not on press on heavy touch. He's on balance. I like yeah, press is. on heavy touch. Uh, I, I like there was it. A... It's just a little bit more aggressive. The thing why I'm playing um, on three depths, though, is I noticed at the start of the game. Last year, I was playing on four. Um, so I'd, I just tried the same custom tactics as last year. I felt like I was getting abused by through balls. Um, so I went to three depth, and that helped me a little bit trying to not get countered or just burnt on pace with through yeah. balls. See, stuff. I was on six last year and I and I can't do it the same this year. I have to I have to go down to four, which I'm not used to. I'm usually mm. on six. I think part of the problem is that pressing is way harder this year as well. Um not necess well, th there is a couple of reasons to why pressing is so much harder this year. Um the most obvious one to me is the broken switching. Um, because you, you yeah. need clean player switching to be able to manually press. And if you want to AI press, obviously, which is a good thing that you can't just let the AI press the hell out of an opponent and win the ball back for you. That's not how it should be. Uh, and I like that. But what I don't like is that um, second man press is really, really bad now. And yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How do you that, feel that was that necessary they made it... as well for me to, to press? I'm not, I'm not a good enough player to manually press without second man press and switching being good. See, I, the th the thing is, I never used it. Well, I would use it occasionally, like rarely ever. But now I see why people would, um, and why they were kind of upset that they they pretty much got rid of it this year. Like it does nothing apparently, and uh, I, I can kind of see it. Like it still does something. Uh, do you use it still? I use if anything, I'm using it too much. Yeah, I, dra I drag my players really? out of position quite a lot because the the one thing I do not like about the second man press is you don't really have any control over who is is choosing as a player to press. And uh, when in my mind's eye, I'm seeing it as the the CDM pressing or the the wide cam trying to help the press. Sometimes it will just rush up the fullback and put him out of position. Or when I'm controlling the fullback, trying to mark the winger, and I wanna or mark the pass, and I wanna wanna like put a bit of pressure on and I hold second man press it will rush up the center back or something something so that the player selection is a bit weird sometimes um but it still helps like because you can't at the same time press and mark passing lanes that that's I just don't know if it's possible at all but if it is it's really hard and I can't do it so what I try to do is just mark the passing lane with the player I'm controlling and then do second man press try and get my my AI guy to to get close to the opponent and when when they uh, make a mistake or seem a bit insecure or something and I spot the opportunity I just switch and try and get the tackle in. See, I got to I think I got to implement that more because I find myself what's the right word chasing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, I get that still a lot. I get yeah. that a lot. I don't know, Rob, do Depends you use on it? the formation as well. So, uh, there is brutal mismatches of formation. Um, I really struggle against a 442 or variants of it like the 4411 which is essentially a 442 with one striker a bit a bit deeper you know i really struggle against those because the midfield that is so spread out and just in the perfect position to just pass the ball around and generate loads of space especially against the 4231 so then i switch to the 442 
I don't know if I'm using the 4-4-2 correctly because I still struggle. It's so right in attack, like I create a, a decent few chances with a 4-4-2, but I'm really struggling in defense. Yeah, but Joey, I think you asked me. I don't I don't use it enough because I feel like it does pull my players out of position too much and I'm not good enough to use it in the right situation. So it ends up exposing me um, in the back, especially with 3-5-2. Obviously, with one of your center backs, if one of those guys gets pulled out then it's there's yeah, a lot then of oh you're still spans. rocking you're still going three five two post patch huh well i mean i've played like three games since the patch so oof you know what's crazy is even <laughs> if you guys uh heard the interview with tex he's like yeah i don't even i don't even touch it anymore yeah i, I thought that was there. hilarious to be fair yeah. it's like ea trying to promote their own games like oh, i don't really play fifa you know i'm trying to save my sanity <laughs> yeah he's 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 had enough of it too it sounds like and he's freaking top of the top he like the the things I've seen him do today is just he's just unreal, man. He's he's gifted out of the game. He's unbelievably good. But yeah, so yeah, I, like, when I say three games, I've played more obviously, but I've just been doing objectives. Like I have Polyatano. Yeah, I have like a bunch of the objectives that I almost got level. I almost got rank thirty last season. I guess I just didn't really care enough. But um, but yeah, talking about text, the obviously some of the games we talked about that. But overall, well, I guess overall. Was the viewership good? I know I tuned in today and it was like 70,000. Yeah, they, they they had like 60, 70k most of the time. The, the thing is, you just don't know if that is a true number because they view botted in the past. So. Yeah. And then being a big I, account I like know. that, even if they're not the ones behind the view botting, people can view bot them. But mm. so, like, you don't know if it's them doing it, but I, I, th- I feel like they have because you see the, the swings tend to be consistent, but they are consistent with when you would expect to see swings if people are coming in. Like, we're obviously yeah. right before a final and stuff like that, but. They're almost like unnaturally large swings. So I, I don't know. But I, I just feel like people weren't that interested in it. And I know they try to do some more things. Like everyone's supposed to get a guaranteed 45k pack. If you watch yeah, all three games. Yeah, no, no, no one has it yet, I don't think. So you probably get that, probably get that next month. Um, all right. I, gotta, so I, I have a question for you guys. Why do you feel that so many people were... Because in my opinion, the previous year... There was way more interest in the scene. Even me, I was far more interested in when I I watched the first one. I watched this like I I wanted to see what happened, regardless of their Kurt being banned or whatever. It had nothing to do with that. It's just in general, I wanted to see it and I, and I loved watching it. But this year, um, I don't know what it is, man. I it was to me, like I said, it was just not really enjoyable. I don't know what what you guys feel. I think it's it's kind of regressed i don't think it's gone forward i think it's gone backwards this year um i don't think it's to do with the general uh structure of the tournament or the production and all that stuff because i think that's good um the way they yeah, split not the, the production games, it's just... the with the casters and the interviews in between i think that that was genuinely quality um spencer owen doing a good job um richard buckley and brandon smith as well as onset and Dan Gaskin as a commentators, I was really happy with, um, with all the staff that was on on the broadcast. Essentially, I think it was really good. I think the the problem of why you might feel is not as interesting and not as engaging is genuinely the gameplay. Uh, yeah, but I mean, think about it's just a bit like boring how... to watch when when you can't do cool skill runs or skin an opponent with four different skill moves, just send him to the shops or something because the chaining is dead. And the, the general game being a little bit slower is ju- just doesn't make it as exciting to watch, I think. Like, it's a video game. If you watch a real game of football, you know what you're getting into. It's 90 minutes long. You're not going to see action from minute one to minute 90. 
there is going to be spells where it's a bit dead, but there is also going to be spells where there's like five chances in three minutes. That can happen as well. It all depends on, on the game. You've got good games of football. You've got bad games of football in terms of the viewing experience. I just think the, the slow pace of the game really doesn't help it in terms of in terms of enjoyability to watch. Yeah, same for me. I think also, like, if I'm... I- I'm not really enjoying playing competitively either. Like I can enjoy jump on FIFA doing like squad battles for the objectives or rivals for the objectives and specifically doing that, but I'm not enjoying like weekend league and trying to be better than everyone. So why would I go like also watch someone be like competitive play, like competitive play. If you're not enjoying the game competitively is pretty boring. Um, and so a lot of, I feel like you were last year though. Like I I remember talking, like you were always, uh, going through champs and all that stuff during the weekend like i feel like you were last year well it yeah just seems- just, I, th- I think i th- I think we're all just bur- oh I, at least i know i'm burnt out I, I one i never wanted competitive in fifa at all but when it came i was like okay you know what i gotta try it and like 17 i played a ton 18 i played a little 19 i kind of uh, 18 i basically stopped like especially like halfway through the year i basically stopped altogether. so i was like fresh for 19 just like really want to give it a shot and then now jumping in 20 i was like I, re- I, I like i really wasn't even excited for this game to come out like I didn't care that much. Like I think it's actually a better game too, which stinks. But I, I'm just not. I don't like foot champs. I don't like the rivals format in terms of like how I want to play. Because like the old seasons format, you yeah. can just kind of jump on and enjoy. Like I know, and the issue with that is also it's made every other game mode bad too. Because when you go now, when you jump on FIFA, you're almost in a competitive mindset. That's why I think people say like the old games felt better. They're not like they're like oh they need to bring back non-competitive modes. And they're like, oh, bring back the Gold Cup. You think the Gold Cup wasn't a non-competitive mode? Like, it's the idea of it was to win games, and if you lose, you're out. That is a competitive yeah. mode. Just we didn't have the competitive mindset in FIFA 15 because we, no, we, there was no other game. There was no, like, true, true, true competitive game mode. But now there's Rivals and Foot Champs, and now it feels like everything's driven towards this competitive play. So even when you jump onto, like, say Gold Cup was in FIFA 20, Draft, same thing, really. Uh, yeah, draft is now more competitive than when it came out in sixteen. I think, uh, at least I feel like I feel like draft. You just you literally go pick a team, like regardless of like. I now when you pick a team, you're literally picking the best players, like all, like on purpose, like to win. Like I feel like when draft came out in sixteen, obviously you want if Pele pops up, you're going to take him. But uh, I feel like you could have, like people were trying out more things in draft as casuals, not just like obviously the YouTubers who do draft videos do try out things, but that's obviously for the video, but. I feel like any casual player who jumps on draft now is picking the best 11 they can get. Like, So they'll use Messi 10 drafts in a row just because he's the best even, instead of switching it up like they used to. It all depends as well, though. Like, I will take a few screamer cars, like, for example, Hamas Rodriguez and try him. Um, but of, of can, course I'll take of Messi which, because they, these good cards are just enjoyable to play with, isn't it? Because you can do with them what you actually want to do and not be held back because they're, they're trash cards. Uh, I, I do like to try out new promo cards and all that stuff in draft, but I I still want to want to enjoy my experience and have fun playing with these players. And when they're just trash, it's, it's not really that fun. Obviously, like I, I like winning. I enjoy winning. Um, Who doesn't? <laughs> I, yeah, I think everyone does. That's a point. Um, but I I do try different players in drafts. So I still try to win with them. Uh, if somebody just looks horrendous, if there is a new promo card and he's got like three and a half stamina and no agility and balance or something, I'm just not going to try it because based from my experience with with the game and what I know I, I enjoy and don't enjoy, I just know I'm not going to have fun with that card if it feels like a truck. So 
tend yeah, to. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there, man. 100. I'm with you. If I look that. at a oh, card, that, that looks fun. I'll I'll pick it in draft. I'll, like I'll turn down a Messi for that. Um, for that Sancho, for example, if I want, if if I get the choice and he fits the team, it all depends as well what kind of team you've got around them in it. Because I don't want to play Sancho on four chem when Messi would get ten. That just hurts me in so many ways. Well, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. I'm saying that's like how the games kind of forced you to do it, though. Yeah, like, I feel like the, mind, like if, the mindset Madden had a free draft mode where you just the rewards were almost nothing. Like you, very, like you cut the rewards way down, but you could also enter the draft for free. So I think like having that—that's like a true non-competitive game mode because people don't care if they win. They're just there to try players that they wouldn't have tried normally. Yeah, that, feel, that's a good I've, point, actually. I think the the entrance fee makes a huge difference in terms yeah, of... Yeah, you don't want to go in and just, like, pick, like, like I said, like, pick a fun team just to try it, like, with no chem, and just get battered around one and lose all the 15,000 coins, basically. Like, obviously, that's, yeah. that's not what you're trying to do, so I think just the style of what they, how they set this game up is to be as competitive as possible, no matter what mode you're in. Because even friendlies, if, if you're going into a friendly now, it's to go into a friendly to do... There's so many objectives... That there's they're at least objective based something. Someone's trying to do an objective mm. out there, which is good. I, I I like the objectives. It gives you a reason to play. But um, I I always used to be um a kind of a defender of weekend league just because I enjoy the competitive aspect. But the longer I play it, the more I'm, I'm turning to the side of man. This this game just needs to go. Uh, I I think like I, said, I think I that's the case for everybody. The... Excuse me. I think that's the case for everybody. Yeah, I think everyone is, is slowly getting. I mean, the more I see uh, people talking about it is is the burnout, and it we're in November, and people are discussing burnout. Dude, I'm feeling super deflated this weekend as well. Like I just can't be asked playing FIFA right now because it, it's just frustrating. The, the it's the structure of foot champs. It's not the competitive mindset and all that stuff. It's the structure of foot champions paired with the the server issues because you just know you're gonna get rigged at some point. It's just so deflating because of the way weekend league is. Like one loss makes a difference of top 100 or not, or getting elite or not, and different red picks and all that stuff. I enjoy playing competitively and playing for rewards. I just think the structure of weekend league is horrible. And that is the biggest problem. And it forces you into this in into this mindset. Like I want to win every game and you get triggered when you don't win. When I think when weekend league isn't there, or if it wasn't there in this game, and you would have rivals as the main competitive mode. You just go into rivals, you play. It doesn't matter how many you win or lose, because you can always regenerate the, the skill rating that you might have lost off one game. You just play a few more, you win a few more, you get your skill rating back. And your rewards are based on the amount you play, not on... they. Well, they are based on how well you do, in a sense, because it makes a difference whether you're in Division 3 or in Division 4, for example. Mm-hmm. And you obviously but, get more points for a win than you yeah, do a but draw. With, with but you can, division, you you get rewarded not for how well you do in that division, but for how much you play. And I think that's so much better than hey, you got thirty wins, you got top one hundred, you get that stuff, you got twenty seven, you get uh, those rewards. It doesn't even make a difference if you get twenty, twenty one, or twenty two wins. You all get the same stuff. That is, I think, the problem. And and. <laughs> One loss in champs is just so demotivating at times because you can't get it back. Whereas in rivals, it doesn't matter. You just go into the next game. There, there is no real limit, and you can always recover. And I think that is the the main difference that uh, makes weekend league so so draining and endorses such a toxic playstyle. And obviously, the I don't think you talked about there even the time constraint you have to play those thirty games too. Exactly that as well. Rivals yeah, is can... obviously going seven days a week, where Fought champs is. 
three days, but realistically, like less than that because sleeping in uh, yeah. for for I would say I don't know like eighty percent of consumer base they probably work nine to fives uh, some Monday through Friday maybe not maybe less but still a large I think part of the consumer base is like their weekends are only free time anyways as it is so now fitting in those games is makes in in terms of of a reward structure I think Rivals is so much better because it's it's just based around how much you play. And if you wanted to do different things in Rivals, you can. Um, it, it is a bit strange. If it, if it is the competitive mode, then you can't go in with, with fun teams, especially in the higher divisions. So I think there still needs to be, um, as an alternative, for example, the old division style. Um, I wouldn't, like you said, everyone's asking for tournaments and the DKT and stuff. I love that. It's open matchmaking. You could give restrictions for squads and stuff and give a fun little reward. It doesn't have to be like... A, two ultimate packs or whatever and 20 red picks i don't know just give us a, a special road to the final whatever that you can win in the dkt like they did back then with the team of the season and i think that's a lot of fun and i mean we've been through this a couple of times make it so you can't play again after you've won it so everyone has a better chance at trying their best to win that reward i think that would be much better so just just spin off weekend league make a tournament uh qualification through rivals bring the red picks well, into rivals or whatever. I actually have a, That'd be great. So I'd, I'd like that, to be honest. I have a question for you guys then. So let's say the core and gameplay was like exactly what we wanted this year. Would you still have the same feelings? Or Do you no? mean if, if the gameplay was the best, like exactly what I want? Yeah. If it was does like, that, let's say you include no server issues. I'm saying yeah. If it was, if you had no no issues, no like, just exactly how you wanted it, are you still having the same conversation? Because then, that, yes, then what I, we well, can, I know I am, but that's because okay. that's because it's that because for me, most of Fut Champs as a non like top 100 elite competitive player, most of my enjoyment in Fut Champs would would I I would enjoy Fut Champs more if I had more time to play and I wasn't so strained to play it when I literally it's my only free time ever. So like. I'm now putting other fun stuff out of the way to play weekend league where during rivals it's like, well, I'm home anyways. It's the week week. I'm like getting home from work and I'm not doing much anyway. So like I have more time to play FIFA yeah. then like I'm now like now I make a conscious effort to play weekend league over hanging out with friends going out or doing something like that on the weekend when I actually have free time. So for me, I, I think the game could be perfect and I'd still feel the same way about just the time constraints on how weekend league works. In terms of, like, the Rivals versus Weekend League, I don't think I would care much. Like, in terms of, like, a set of 30 games, and it's, like, if you lose, it is huge, important to you versus Rivals. I don't think if the game was perfect, I would complain that much, because obviously you wouldn't be facing those annoying losses as much. Like, if you lose, it'd probably be to a better player. And and if we're going hypothetical, perfect game out there. So I don't think I'd people would be as annoyed, so maybe they like Fut Champs in that way more. But for me, it's all about the time constraints, so I think I'd still be pushing to get rid of it. Or change it at least. I'm kind of with Rob on this one, but it's, it's actually a good question because the, the complaints and the issues we'd be having with with weekend league definitely wouldn't be as prevalent. I think. Um, I I still think even when the game is is perfect, um, the solution of rivals and other game modes and stuff is better. But I think the the majority of people wouldn't have such big problems with with weekend league if the game was actually perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, which is obviously never going to happen, but um in theory if we had a game without rng without server issues without random nonsense in the game 
And it is just the better player wins. I don't think most people would have massive issues. Well, what's crazy is we had the exact same conversation last year and we were discussing if it was going to be in it uh, again this year. And it is. And here we are again. It's the same. So I hope it's it's out for 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 next year. I think it's silly that they keep like forcing it this in this manner. I think pe- everybody is getting just burnt out. But yeah, for whatever like, reason, super deflation as well. Uh, th- this weekend, I just don't want to play. I'm, I'm like, what's the point, man? It's just just annoying. Yeah, like, I mean, for you, I, I want to say verified. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I want to say I would be happy if they've been off foot champs, but it all depends on what they do to to replace it in a sense. Because they could do something that's even worse. I don't know. Well, oh, they, you mean like if, if they, they bring, if they don't move competitive to rivals, one hundred percent? You mean? Excuse me. Like, so you're saying if they replace fought champs with another competitive mode that's like important for qualification or verification in that sense, and not make verification through rivals essentially? Uh, well, I I wouldn't know how to do that. I was just thinking to get competitive in rivals and give us more game modes that aren't. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. T- it's t- it's hard to explain, but I think you you get. You mean I mean. if they got rid of it and just didn't replace it with anything either, too? Like that. Would yeah, just give us different game modes, like bring the DKTs back, bring tournaments back, and all that that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, know? I mean, if if you really think about it, it's it's actually not a good mode. I mean, think about it. Everyone gets burnt out by Monday, right? And then from Monday to to Thursday, you're probably not even touching it. I mean, aside from people who who want to get better or whatever, but from Monday to Thursday, you you are essentially rarely touch touch it because of what's going on from friday to sunday so it's it's just like i don't understand how they can keep a mode like that year after year if, if it's even you can go and see the viewership numbers drop on monday and, and in fact people take off because of all the things they have to do during the weekend for that mode it's silly in my opinion i th- i think it's really really silly if they continue down this road for another year it's i, I think um Something I just thought of as well, I've seen the Panthers talk about this uh, a couple of times uh, recently, is the fear of missing out we have as well. Because you don't, most people I know don't just play a game of weekend league casually and just, oh, you know what, I've played five games, I don't want to no, play anymore, no, yeah. they just leave it there. Which is what I do with, with rivals or draft. I play a draft, if I want to play another one, I do. If I don't, then so be it as well. Same with rivals, I play a few games here and there sometimes, then I get bored or annoyed or whatever, I'm just like, you know what, uh, I want to do something different. And then I will just do that, but with Weekend League, you, I just it's about these stupid rewards, you don't know what you're playing for and you just want to give yourself the best chances and you, you grind out those 30 games even though you, you don't really want to. It's, if you try and explain that to anyone who doesn't play FIFA, they would declare you a, a lunatic. It's, I, it's funny. Doing one of the this. most, I think, composed people, Air Japes or whatever. He's like one of the people would talk about FIFA playing FIFA and so on. He tweeted out, he's like, "I'm gonna stop at Gold One this week or whatever because I like the the packs basically out of it." And then like I clicked on the tweet to see like what people were saying, and like he responded to his own tweet underneath it and said, "Holy shit, Messi got a hat trick! We're playing more, boys." Yeah. <laughs> so like that, like the red picks are like cracked to like us basically, like FIFA addicts. Like you need a little bit more. Like you see like. You, obviously, it happens during the weekend. That's when the games happen. You don't know who's going to be in Team of the Week, but like Messi puts in a Team of the Week performance. Maybe everyone that's like good enough to get like a lead that stopped at Gold One's like, well, maybe we should get uh, get that extra red pick in there and for the that team one of the chance week pack as well. And the team of the, and obviously you get the Team of the Week packs in case yeah you want to pack them tradable too. But uh, so like even if the pack, I mean, who how many people 
actually get messy like out of those but just for that little little chance we just continue to play and that's i think that's the same for me that the fear of missing out like i i'm so afraid like the like the past basically if every week in this year i haven't really been that excited going in but i'll get halfway through and it'll be sunday and i'll be like i really need to requalify because like what if we get like really good informs next week then i'll have to play so like i'm still pl- like even if i don't want to play weekend league and i've only played like one or two games i'm still pushing to 11 to 14 wins so i can get that guaranteed auto qualification for the next weekend too like i don't want to miss out so i think there is something to say like with the fear of missing out and just forcing yourself to play even if you don't want to it's a massive problem i think it's just the, the structure of things is i'm i'm not a fan i'm really not a fan they, they need to change things but it's tough to find a good solution as well yeah i i think like rivals could be it going forward um, but I think one positive uh, is Road to the Final. Uh, that's a, that was a good promo that started last year, um, and they've c- clearly continued this year if you haven't seen it. But before we get into that, I did want to say we do have a sponsor, uh, Cards Plugs. We've obviously uh, worked with them in the past. We've given you guys the code before, but first time in Season 2, we'll call it, FIFA 20. Um, they were actually cool enough to send me a card here. I, you're not seeing it right now, but I will tweet out the picture. So if you want to go to Foot Live Pod on Twitter, you can see the picture of the card. You can see it's customized. It is me. It is my face for the uh, for the New England Revolution Team USA as well. Um, and you can actually just upload any picture, and they have designers that will actually Photoshop it for you. So I didn't actually like Photoshop this photo with no background. I sent them that crazy background, like a bunch of stuff on the background behind me. They cut it all out and actually made it really clean. So if you go on Twitter, you can see what it looks like. It's a this is a small, but if you go to cardsplug.com with promo code FUTLIVE at checkout, um, you will get a discount, or you can use the code that will be in the tweet. So you'll see that tweet later and use them. Very high quality. If you you can, I, I can, there you go. You can hear it on the podcast. Very much, it's it's thick, thick cardboard. Very easy to hang up on the wall as well. Um, I actually probably want to put it up behind me so you guys will see it in future streams and future episodes, but very high quality. Uh, and yeah, so they're very nice cards. So yeah, pro, uh, cardsplug.com slash FUTLIVE or cardsplug.com use promo code footlab at checkout get discount and get a pretty cool card for your FIFA 20 and I if you sorry one extra thing I did the MLS player of the month uh, as you can see the background yeah, I was like, going to say what uh, about the, the design because I'm really undecided what I want to go for there, there's a couple I like there, um, there's a bunch of card designs I really like this year especially now with the road to the finals those are beautiful I think both Europa League and Champions League cards are very nice to coloring but because I was going USA the revolution I have the red white and blue and then the obviously the MLS uh, player of the month is fully navy blue background, red stripes across sort of, and then white lettering. So it looks it, it all kind of comes together. I wish I wore a different shirt now because my shirt's gray, <laughs> gray, yellow, and blue. But if I had worn like a Revolution kit or something like that, that would have been really cool. But yeah, so if you do want one of those, yeah, use those codes there and just go to the tweet and click that link too. That'll be instead of typing the promo code. I'm, you can, I'm kind you can of literally make anything you want to. So any what name. design I want to go for. Like I've, I kind of like the icon. I like the hero card design. I like the there is a team of the year concept as well. Yep. Yeah, and they have all the cards that have been leaked or in the code as well. Um so obviously if it's a card they come out with this new this year that they haven't told us about, then you can't get it. But if even if it's even though team of the year hasn't come out yet, if you want a team of the year card, you can get it as well. So bunch of options. Almost honestly too hard to decide. And if you see my card, you can make it any stats you want. I have ninety seven pace. I'm faster than like Mane, so there you go. <laughs> uh but yeah so yeah do that so with that obviously i picked money for a reason he is in road to the final um and the team actually i was i was a little nervous like we, what players were gonna get they they smashed it i think obviously if you are budget person 
you're looking at me like, well, I can hardly afford any of these. But obviously, they I will come down. Why are they so overpriced, dude? Mane, 1.68 million? What? So, well, because so, people know Liverpool are going to do well. Yeah. And they're going to get loads I of guess, But still, I mean, he, by the time he's a 95. Well, yeah, people aren't factoring in the time, I don't think. That takes. Yeah. Because like a 90. Well, a 95 team of the season, Mane, would probably be what, like one point something at that time? More. Probably. You think in the twos? two point, yeah. I so think then maybe maybe buying him for one point six now and taking that risk is worth the five hundred thousand coins down the road if, if you have it now, obviously. But and that's obviously hugely dependent on Liverpool because like once the knockouts happen, it's it's tough. I mean, the Champions League, it's really anyone's game at once knockouts come. Obviously, group stage, you can kind of determine which teams are going to make. I it. I mean, okay, yeah. So Dembele is most likely going to get an upgrade. Dybala, uh, Coleman's already Bobby. guaranteed to get an upgrade because Bayern are already through. Yeah. So I mean, those. Those are probably, but I'm just looking at the looking at the stats. It's like, man, okay, Coleman's got 72 stamped, and Bailey's got 72 stamped. It's like, I don't know if I'd go. And with they're him. just the issue is that they're just regular inform upgrades too. Uh, yeah. It's obviously hard when you get to like content and stuff like that. You can't give him these huge boosts every round because, like, what if Chelsea make the final or win the final? He would be 99 overall if you're giving him big boosts, right? But for some of these lower rated cards, like, obviously, what did they do stacked, after? After the road of the final promo, what was it afterwards? Was it the? It's not like uh, team of the year, is it? It's not footies, is it? Oh, do next. Oh, so like after yeah, yeah. the final, so uh, Futness. Futness, okay. Is that next? Is I'm just yeah, wondering because it's like well, Scream was so damn good. What are they gonna follow it up with? I feel like we've even... we've got a uh, Black Friday to come, yep. which is not really a promo. It's just packs for discount or something. Yeah. Right. It would be cool if they released like a team for Black Friday, like somehow like a either Thanksgiving or like Black Friday somehow themed team. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe it's a team the group stages, but I I don't know. Yeah, I mean I know a lot of people with the Europa League only getting like three cards. What is that? Yeah, that's a bit. That was a little weird last time. I mean that it's only batch one though. I I like the fact that they spread out the promo over two weeks and give us two separate teams. I I think that's really cool. Yeah, because it's less players each time, but it's like more players all together in a sense. Yeah. Like you don't get I think we're gonna we're gonna see more cards um that are really good as well from the Europa League. Um, yeah. Maybe. Well, well, you know, Arsenal's gonna get like a card. One Arsenal player, yeah. Yeah. Um, Real Madrid have Militao. Damn it. Militao. Um, yeah. yeah. That's so. You know what I was thinking is now that I mean, there's an option for a center back with 80 plus pace almost in every league now. I've noticed that having pace on your forwards is like irrelevant. There's no point because all the center backs can keep up with you at this point. Yeah, so I've been going for, I, I I stopped using like Hunter and stuff on on the cards, and I just put on uh, like Sniper or Finisher stuff like that just to beef up their shooting and dribbling because you're not getting past Miltai, you're not getting past uh, who else is there like Hernandez, all those guys. They're they're all eighty plus. Uh, Romagnoli is another one. They're all, I just feel like. Going for pure paces or forwards now is is not worth it. Which again eliminates another attacking aspects of the game. You can't outpace defenders. Yeah. Uh, is there any? So with the road to the final, obviously, Felix, like you don't change your team up too much. But Joey, who sells his team once a week, yeah, I'm like Aubrey. I'm like anyone, Aubrey, man. I go. Is there anyone you're interested in? Like, or um, have you tried that yet? So I actually, yeah, I actually picked up Alon. He's not on my team because he doesn't fit. It was an investment pick, and boy, did I lose. <laughs> I, I thought, 
I don't know why I thought he would go up. Uh, I really did. I was like, man, he's most likely going to get an upgrade. Um, and yeah, he's like one, two upgrades from like Hullet. Yeah, so I was like, he's got to go up. And then he dipped by almost over 100K, so I'm down uh, 100K now. So I'm just going to keep him at this point. Militao, if I end up going back to a La Liga hybrid or something, is definitely one I'd bring in. I just think he's ridiculously overpriced to me. 450K is is kind of ridiculous. Uh, Granted, his stats are damn good, but I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, Real Madrid are basically guaranteed to go through. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, like, they're really not playing that well in terms of... They're not like a Real Madrid team where you're like, oh, they're going to be in the semifinals at least, so your Militao is going to be 88 rated. Them just getting that one upgrade will have Militao be an 86 rated yeah. uh, card. Does it yeah, go 86. from 84 to 86? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 84 in normal informs. It's regular informs. The inform. Mm-hmm. That might be solid. But okay, so let's say it does. You think he goes for like 600? That's ridiculous, man. Who's paying 600K for that? Have you played against the regular Militao card a lot? I have. I would pay well, 600K you know how never to play it? against it again. <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. Well, that's why that's why I go back to what I was saying. It's like there's no point in trying to outpace any of these center backs. They all have 80 plus pace. What's the point? I'd rather just. The skill move. I'll tell you how to get around the super fast center backs is uh, with the Elastico. It's insane. It's so. I would actually love someone with good pace and five star skills hit an Elastico. You're gone. You know what my problem has been, Felix. I know we're kind of shifting back to kind of gameplay, but it seems like I can't face them up front. I have to dribble away from them. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm going backwards when I come up against well, any legitimate center back. When you want to get around them with the elastico, and that's just a little gameplay tip um as a side note, you have to face towards the sideline, not towards your own oh, goal, and then not towards their goal. direction. F- face to to the sideline and do the I elastico so you turn towards their goal. And you literally like it's round the corner. That you leave them like this is the corner on the street and you just run around. And you're you're in on it. You can hit another fake shot or something and finish near post or something. The amount of goals I've scored like this since I implemented it into my game is unreal. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, Robbie, you bringing in Sancho at all for your three five two? Uh, I don't know because I was looking at him obviously in Coleman. He's really uh, expensive. Sancho is. Coleman goes to what eighty seven afterwards. I just seventy two. Yeah. Stam man, why? Yeah, that's the issue there. I haven't really looked at Sancho's in Sancho's in games yet, but one thing is is that I'm just loving Guerrero, Scream Guerrero, the Scream Guerrero. Yeah. He's like a perfect midfielder, as in like he's got the pace, but he's got that defensive ability about him. Um, and then also 99 stamina is obviously Does he crucial. Have nine, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Guerrero's got 99, but uh, so everything about him is just a perfect mid. And then now we're getting uh, the second set of icon swaps on Monday, so obviously talk about that next episode, but. With with the second set coming out, we'll if they're oh, there's both, another second. It's Monday the second team. Yeah, yeah, they announced that. Oh, um, solid. Okay. I wonder who they're gonna pick. There's a lot of no, no second set in terms of tokens, not. Swap. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, yeah, I didn't mean to confuse you there or anyone listening. But so obviously we've only gotten twelve of the twenty-four tokens, so the other twelve tokens are coming out, which means I can get Zanetti, um, and he's gonna be the other side of the three-five-two. So because he's got that ability to go up and track up and down, and then obviously has a defensive ability, but good enough going forward as like a wingback. So I there really isn't much room to fit in someone like Sancho or De- uh, Coleman in terms of that. So I don't know. I'm, uh, obviously, Conte, <laughs> Chelsea are in a three-way tie for first in their group. 
So who knows? That's a risky one right there. Because who knows yeah. if Chelsea? I mean, Chelsea look good now, but could they bottle going through? Dude, who knows? Well, it's Chelsea, not Arsenal. Rob, relax. He's well, a mil, man. Tottenham. What the hell? Why? <laughs> a million is a lot for him because even if he goes to ninety-one, he's not worth. Because that's like a regular inform. We already know how inform. Yeah, the upgrade isn't like he's huge. Go... I don't think it's because what's his regular price? Three hundred was three hundred thousand. I don't even know what it is anymore, but about three hundred k, I believe. Yeah. I would you pay a million for an inform content? No, you wouldn't. Absolutely no, not a chance. People so, like, would, like a lot of people would, but the, the upgrade is so minuscule that I don't think it's like five six hundred k would be make more sense. Like, obviously, because obviously informs are rarer than like a regular gold card, but yeah. So like a player like Conte, I don't understand like being that expensive. So obviously, I wouldn't bring him in. I have his regular card, so I would love to if I could bring him in. But uh, yeah, I look at the rest of the rest of the things. And really, there's not anyone that interests me. Uh, I know if you're like building like a regular Bundesliga team, Vendel, if you get a couple, like two, like two more upgrades, because he'll be like an 86 with two upgrades, would be incredible. Do you know what what this uh, road to the final squad um, will make me do though? I'm gonna pick untradeable rewards from rivals, definitely, because I just want to pack one of these and have them in my team. I don't think yeah. there's one car that's really bad. Yeah, no, no. Speak even like Voss or whatever, like. One to two upgrades. If he's obviously in the group that's tied with like Chelsea, so he might not actually go through, so he might not get upgraded. But even at his regular card now is not even horrible. But one, even one upgrade, he's almost whole at club. Because uh, he'd go up to like an eighty-five, right? So he might actually get there, depending on what they do with his pace. So like, what? Where's Ix right now on their table? Uh, I had it open. I know they drew with Chelsea, but I don't know. Uh, I think they, oh, they're yeah, they're the top. They're tied with them. It's, they're they're all, it's it, they're top with Chelsea. I want the nearest uh, card. They're all on seven points. Only two of the three can go through. It's Valencia, Chelsea, and um, Ajax, all on seven points. And then Lille's done, but... Then Nair's probably, well, if he gets 86, that'll be decent. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. so that's a good card. Obviously, City are going through, I believe. Yeah, they're top of the group. They're, already, they're not already through, I don't believe. So but Mares. Well be there. So Mares is getting upgraded. That's a great cam card to bring in. Interesting. So yeah, like, there's definitely. And then I think Tottenham, if they go through Sun, is already a good card. So it's like there is a bunch of good cards. That's just the prices are weird. Obviously, it's super risky because like any of these teams, there's so many good teams that it's a Champions League. It's like who? who actually well, Nerez is only what is he? Sixty three, which is pretty low, but you know he's going to get up an upgrade. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's obviously not in the biggest league either. Like compared. Yeah, to I kind of want to make a uh a, a team around him with like. Ziek and uh, uh, Taglifico. I think they all have informs. If you buy yeah, Hande- Handanovic, could be a good uh, right now. Like they're going through, but if they somehow sneak it out, he'll get a nice upgrade. Be like one of the higher rated goalies in the game. But again, he's not getting a huge upgrade if they do get one. So mm-hmm. is it even worth it? But with with this promo, I, I just want to say as well, it's the same thing with as with a scream promo. I really, really like the player selection for the promos this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're good. They spread them out across the board. I wish they gave right back from Ligun. That's the only issue. I feel like they keep avoiding Maybe it. Maybe next only one. Yeah, why is that? I mean, they, they could have given him the league SPC for Lala. Yeah. So it's just weird. Like everyone's been saying, like, because like that's kind of the whole player select supposed to be like positions or that are maybe a little bit weaker within that league or nation even. Um, and there's a huge hole at right back for Ligun, and. They just have the Lego and SBC out and didn't give, they gave a left back who's actually a good addition because I don't think there's many good left backs, but there's just way less right backs. 
and they had they kind of avoided that. But like left back at Bundesliga is decent because there's some good options, but mostly cheaper options. So Vendel after a few upgrades would be good. But yeah, so I, I agree with Felix. Though. I've been really enjoying the player selections here this year in terms of S- I think uh, for squads. Next week I'll probably give you guys a little feedback on the IX trio. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Taglifico, Ziyech, and Neres on the left mm-hmm. side. And That'd be that fun. Goes. That's a fun little one right there too. Yeah, because that, Taglifico looks really I, good. Yeah, and they they seem, I don't know, we'll see how they play. They, I was just doing the Footbin squad builder and they look solid. Also to mention too, there is SBCs that have come out um, and objectives. So they've been kind of, they the thing they've been doing the past two years with content is kind of trying to hit each piece, which is awesome. They got the fan vote for Willian or Vinicius Jr. I don't know if you guys voted. Um, I just voted for Vinicius just because I don't Same. think Willian's that usable, like in, in general. Um, Goma's SBC is very, very expensive, but also you got to think he's Liverpool. So he's going to be 86 rated at least, like 87 rated. And he's art. We already know he's a pain to come yeah. up against as like a meta player. So it's kind of like Milltown in that sense that like he may be worth the price doing just to have as a Liverpool player. I haven't sure. done it. And then uh, for objective, we got Mbabu, who's awesome because he's basically already like his gold cards, like already the best right back in the Bundesliga. <laughs> yep. So if Wolfsburg do well, which I don't even know how they're doing, but if they, they do happen to do well, uh, he's, he's just getting better. Like the best, the best player in that league is already getting better. And he's, he's obviously would fall off being whatever he was, 79 rated. We've also got the Corona SPC. Um, yes, that kid come out. Sorry, they leaked it. They leaked it themselves by tweeting it out and then deleting that picture and oh, retweeting I it out. That. Oh, yeah, so when they originally tweeted out the squads, it was like the picture of the squads, the picture of uh, Gomez and Babu, and then also Corona. Fuck's sake, yeah. And then they deleted it, <laughs> removing the Corona, and then releasing the next day. But he does look good. He's five-star, five-star. Porto look like they're going out, though. Um, the, the card is 8k I think oh, I don't know how much the SPC actually is but it's dirt cheap all you need is an 82 yeah. rated squad I think that's worth a gamble yeah I mean and who knows they could pull some madness in kind of sneak, yeah, sneak in somehow I, I did the SPC 5 star 5 star with great dribbling if he gets an upgrade might be really really fun to use yeah I'm trying to yeah, I can't find where they are right now I'm just scrolling up and down right now I'm just being a waste uh, of time, but yeah, so yeah, like he he is one upgrade away from being very very solid. Uh, yeah, so and uh, and one of my favorite things about promos and what I've always said promos should do is kind of blend in playing FIFA versus watching the game in real life. And obviously, yeah. Road to the Finals one of the best ones because like we all yeah, I'm taking the game this year for sure on these. And they're for team performances as well. It's not like ones to watch us for individual performances yeah. for team performance. I like that as well. Yeah, yeah I, I like. Um, I like the idea of having like individual performances for ones to watch as well, because like obviously the ones to watch hype is when you sell a player right yeah. on the kickoff and then they get injured or they don't score and they get subbed off. It's pretty cool, but I do like the idea of mixing in teams as well, like where, and then that makes I like because I'm assuming they're gonna do what they did last year and as the rounds go on they release more players too. Um, that are from teams that are still like in it. So like if they release like another Liverpool player or another. Uh, Real Madrid player. They can still do that in future rounds if they're continuing to progress too, so you're guaranteed to at least have a good player there. So it's a good mix, yeah. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 I like this promo starting last year, and then I, obviously I thought that everyone kind of knew they were Remember bringing... last year when, uh, I don't know what game it was, but Ajax were playing, and um, they, they Talia Fico scored a goal. I, I, well, was it? it was, I think, I think it, it actually was, was him. And, and he had, yeah, he had a road to the final as well. And he, he scored a goal. I sniped him. 
sold him for max spin, and literally two seconds after the card sold, the goal got uh, disallowed, <laughs> and the price plummeted. That is so crazy to trade with these as well, man. It is fun, and I think that's that. Like people trying to get into trading, I would probably suggest stay away from these. But also, if you're looking to just have a good time, I also go towards them because they are fun. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gambling this year. Obviously, if you like, going so one thing that one thing to consider if you're like me, who's working during Champions League games. Obviously, if you're basically in America, essentially. Champions League games are on while we're at work, so if you can't be right on it, like I remember last year, I was like at like a client or whatever, and I the something happened. I was like, ah, darn! I had that guy could have sold him. Like he scored, and then by the time the game ended, and by the time I was actually out of work, they had lot they end up losing. But so that's kind of frustrating. But yeah, they are fun. I really enjoyable uh, squad, and we so next episode we will have. The tokens for Icon Swapped won the second half, so we will hopefully have you. You guys haven't submitted your tokens, have you? I've only got one. I haven't done any. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. I will go over what I'm doing <laughs> next because <laughs> apparently I'm the only one that's gonna. Like I said, I'm, the goal is Zanetti. So realistically, if I, I can go, I'll get all of them. Just get Schmeichel as just to have, which I'm probably gonna do. So I'm probably just gonna do Zanetti and Schmeichel because I'm pretty sure that's the only other second one I can get after submitting for Zanetti because he's quite a few, but he's also end game right back essentially. Um, or for me, right mid in the three five two. Uh, so I will go over that, and then we obviously will have the second team for Road to the Final and for Europa League and Champions League. We'll probably get more SBCs. I hope that I hope they give us a few more players. Like I said, the Europa League players is not too many of them, so I'm hoping we get one more objective, probably another two SBCs, and then the second team would be my guess. So hopefully we can have some bigger selection of players there, and we'll go over those as always. Um, and yeah, so hope you guys did enjoy the tactics talk of defending. Hope <laughs> I hope. Uh, you guys feel the same way as we do in Weekend League 2, because I, I think sometimes it seems like we're moaning or complaining about the game, but I, f- I feel like it's the general consensus across the community. So I think it's also good to hear and kind of hear people think the same way as you. So I don't think it's too bad. But yeah, let us know. Like I said, the feedback on Twitter has been great. I, I, I really do appreciate people reaching out and telling us how what they thought of the episode and like what they've really enjoyed, like having Mr. Aubrey on and seeing how many people loved the tactics talk means let's talk about tactics more. Like, I don't think my tactics are that crazy, but like that's something like maybe someone wants to hear. So definitely bring that up more, especially as we're trying on new things. Maybe I'll try a new formation soon. Um, but yeah, with that, if you did enjoy, please subscribe on all the podcast areas that you listen on. We are on Spotify, iTunes, um, app, uh, whatever, Google Podcasts, uh, obviously Podbean, who hosts us, and so on. And then, like I said, leave feedback on Twitter or on Twitch if any of us our streaming joey maybe you'll be back there one day but uh yeah so leave feedback there and we hope you did enjoy and as always we'll see you next time see See you